How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. Welcome, everybody, to Locked on Lakers. I am Anthony Irwin. It is Sunday night. We are almost there we are in we are in the month that people actually start thinking like hey basketball's on the horizon we are in september a week into september it's football season anthony nobody cares about basketball okay i was i was trying to get some momentum going but the, it just wasn't happening uh as always you can find the show on audio boom itunes server screen and roll tune in stitcher and uh today's fast break uh is nice enough to to circulate the shows as well today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek. Uh, it's a great application. Buy your tickets using SeatGeek uh, Seat and use the promo code LockedOnLakers. No, it's just LO Lakers. LO Lakers. I'm telling you, it's late and it's it was. It, I can't lie. I I enjoyed the football Sunday today a little bit. But hey, that's why I'm here is to make sure that you get all this stuff correct. I'm all about facts only. <laughs> With, so with, yeah, use the code LO Lakers on SeatGeek for a $20 rebate on your first ticketing purchase, and you can go and enjoy a football game in the same way that Anthony did that made him, you know, forget the actual promo code he was supposed to be doing for the live read. So remember, <laughs> it's LO Lakers, and you can get a $20 rebate, and yeah, that'll help you uh, That'll help you enjoy your day if you want to go see a Rams game, or if you're not a local Lakers fan and you, you, know, you live in San Diego or you live in the Bay Area or you know wherever around the country if there's football around you or there's another sport just you use that code and that gets you a couple adult beverages at the game that rebate absolutely all right so today's show look i was excited i was trying to sound excited about being in in september but september is just basically an extension of august in terms of nba news so Early September is like more like low key more miserable than like than August because even like the dry dead August content is gone like the stuff to talk about like yeah. it's been so long since any of these players did anything notable or talked to anyone or interviewed or did anything that like everyone's just kind of waiting for media day and you know people are like live tweeting bad movies and just like recycling old debates about the Lakers power forward situation and you know, it's or or getting really upset that D'Angelo Russell hasn't talked to Kobe Bryant this summer. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Apparently, D'Angelo Russell said in some interview, was it, it was Slam? an interview on, in Slam Online. Mm-hmm. It was just an offhanded comment about how he said that he had not talked to Kobe Bryant this summer. This is this is going to shock people, but I haven't spoken to John Ireland since we started the show. And he, you know, he has a radio show about the Lakers. I have a podcast about the Lakers. And, and it just goes to show the terrible chemistry that exists between radio personalities. And Anthony, and it, I, I love you, but we're not on the radio and you're not that important. This is not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, for people who would compare Kobe to D'Angelo Russell, there's, there might be that the ratio might be similarly disparaging. 
Right. So, so you're saying that John, uh, so John Ireland is the Kobe Bryant in this situation, and you're the DN, you're calling yourself the D'Angelo Russell of of audio of audio listening to Lakers talk. Nothing but upside. I'm up for a big time breakout season. Oh man. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, turns out I had the hot take to start this thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we usually close the show with Harrison's hot takes, but because this show was going to be so centric or centered on this, this entire story, we just figured we would let Harrison let her rip and then see what kind of pieces we can pick up as the show goes along. So without further ado, ado uh, here are Harrison's hot takes. So I, I just wanted to start things off. When I heard this, the first thing that I realized is, Anthony, what have I told you since we started talking about the Lakers? What is the one thing that I've been consistent on? Uh, no, it's Kobe jokes. Bryant is a bad teammate, okay? <laughs> he is a bad teammate. He has a reputation for being a bad teammate, and it's for good reason. Nobody wants to play with Kobe Bryant. Did you see LeBron James sign with the Lakers last summer or the summer before that or the summer before that? No, nobody wants to play with Kobe Bryant. They didn't get Carmelo Anthony. They didn't get, uh, they didn't get you know, Greg Monroe. And all these guys, like they just, they didn't want to play with Kobe Bryant. They, they, big markets don't matter. And that's because of Kobe. They just hate him so much. They didn't want to play here. Can I just cut you off really, really quickly, really quickly. I don't know if LeBron was actually a free agent in, in the, in the summers you were talking about there. Doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure he was though. So (laughs) I mean, to your point, he probably should have been, you know, trying to become a free agent sooner so that he could be like. But he, why would he want to? Because Kobe was on the team, just ruining everything, as always, as he did for his entire 20-year career, obviously. Good so point. if you're Kobe Bryant, how do you not reach out to D'Angelo Russell this summer? He says he hasn't talked to you. This this poor kid is, like, walking around. He's just, like, looking at his phone. He's like, oh, did Kobe call? No. Oh, man, I guess he hates me, and everyone hates me. Darn. And, like, you're just you're just destroying this self this kid's self-esteem. Not To not even talk to him once this summer? What? Are you too busy on vacation or, like, opening venture capital firms or like enjoying retirement after working for 20 years, basically 24 seven. Can I, can I just, I kind of feel like that second one would be kind of time consuming. I, I, I don't see why he couldn't put in a quick phone call. I'm like, you know, it's like, it's like my mom always tells me, she's like a quick phone call, like doesn't hurt things if, you know, just to check in. So, you know, (laughs) you're, you're equating, your mom to D'Angelo Russell in this situation. D'Angelo Russell, he he needs to go with it, know what's going on with Kobe. I guess I I don't know. I bet and Kobe's a bad teammate for not letting him know. So you know, Kobe, when did it become more about taking your family on trips to lakes than being a Laker? Okay, like you're just too busy having fun and like I don't know, like I don't know what Kobe does for fun, but he's like like apparently for fun he just doesn't talk to D'Angelo Russell. Like just destroys his self esteem. Like. Smush Parker would have called D'Angelo Russell. Like, <laughs> Didn't, now, this wait, is, like, this is, this is why nobody again, wants just, to play for the Lakers. This is I why have, nobody wants to play for the Lakers. Just, they like, know again, if they I'm, sign. I'm concerned, I'm concerned about one uh, another thing, though. Like, the, And this is what I tell my mom all the time. The phone works both ways. It's a two-way application. Russell's We're going to get mom. to that. Okay. 
But, but this is why players don't sign with the Lakers. They know if they sign in Los Angeles, Kobe's just going to ignore them the whole season and act like he's not even a member of the team anymore or something. And so I, I mean, I just, he's a bad teammate. And I think like he's, he's a, just not a true Laker apparently, which is what and I've been saying his whole career. Another thing though, I, Kobe isn't a Laker. Like you, you just said, like he's not going to be a Laker or anything, but he, he actually isn't a Laker. He, he still needs to be calling these guys. And like if, if his blood ran purple and gold, he'd be calling these guys and making sure that they know how to be a Mamba this season. You I kind of feel like his, his blood running purple and gold would be a sure sign of poisoning. I, I'm not a doctor, man. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, I, I I took a couple weeks off. I had I had some medical stuff that I couldn't really get the energy up to get the hot takes going. So I got a bonus hot take cooked up for everybody today. Another one? It's actually yeah. Are you ready? Oh are gosh. You, okay, go. You ready for the bonus one? Uh huh. D'Angelo Russell is immature. How oh, do you not gosh. reach out to Kobe? I see you on Instagram. You got time to play with your dogs and like time to play 2K with your brother and stuff, but like, but no time to reach out to the Mamba. Who else is going to teach you about Mamba mentality? Rings. That's a, that's a few extra zzz. It's only five zzz. zzz. I, I, math isn't my job. <laughs> I mean, maybe if Kobe was on Snapchat, he'd talk to him, but apparently he just like doesn't have time to, to just call him on the phone. Like the phone works both ways. And like, so maybe if Kobe's ignoring you, you give him a call. Like if, if, if D'Angelo Russell really wanted to be good, he would drive to Kobe's house and just sit there until Kobe mentored him. <laughs> it's like, that, I, that I think like I, something out of like a, a like a, a karate movie. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, isn't that like basically the plot of Karate Kid? He just followed him around until he trained him. So you want you want D'Angelo Russell to go over and wax Kobe's cars? You wax the Mamba Chopper? Yeah, I think I think that's what he should be doing. Wax on, wax off. If you can if you can wax a helicopter, you can throw a pass. It's like dodgeball. They seem very connected. I guess. Yeah. So not I, really. I just think like if D'Angelo Russell was not a bust he'd be reaching out to Kobe himself and just getting this taken care of. So he's clearly immature. This is why he's also a bad teammate and why none of the Lakers apparently like him or like want to eat breakfast with him. So you said before the show you had your two hot takes and then you you, you had some extra fire for another recently retired NBA great. Well, I I, I do have that. But I also have a little bit of a conspiracy theory that actually might just kind of poke a hole in both of these hot takes. And uh, it's that, uh, you know, you're, you're going to do this to yourself. It seems very self-deprecating. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like maybe D'Angelo Russell followed his own advice to Ben Simmons from that commercial and just like threw his phone in a lake. And Kobe's been trying to call him this whole time. And D'Angelo's like, no, I can't. I haven't talked to him this whole summer, but he didn't like finish his set. They cut off the part where he said, because I threw my phone in a lake. That seems very journalistically unethical. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, 
Now, but and no, the other thing, too, like you said, you said earlier that Kobe is going on vacation to lakes. What if he's going to the lake that the Angelo? What if they're in the house next in? to each other and they just like don't even know? Oh, stay well. That'd be cr- mind blowing conspiracy theory. Big but one. also, like the thing that people like real quick before we go to a quick break here. But like the thing that like I saw people like talking about like like Tim Duncan and like comparing the two and like because that's what we do with with Kobe. You know, whenever it's like a story comes out about like you know the value of him as a teammate or whatever, it's like always let's compare him to Tim Duncan and like mm-hmm. you know I don't want to take any shots at anyone or whatever, but that's just kind of the I think been the go to tendency and like. People were saying like Tim Duncan would have been reaching out to like the young Spurs he played with this summer. Like, uh, like Tim Duncan, that's kind of weird. You're like 20 years older than those guys. Like, dude, stop being the creepy dad and like go play with your own kids. You're retired now. Like, what are you doing? There was that. There was that one story where Duncan actually rented out a movie theater to to take one of the newly drafted guys while he was still playing. That sounds like uber creeper. Yeah, that's like that's like, hey, I really want to hang out with like my younger teammates and like feel young. Like Tim Duncan is going through a midlife crisis. Like this no, is not like this is not Tim like Duncan being nice. One dude. Like, it sounded like it was just a one guy. So Duncan well, we rented know, out I a mean, theater. We don't know that, but like it is like young, another young guy. Tim Duncan, like, go know. go hang out with some other forty year olds. Okay? I'm sorry, I'm getting in, I'm getting into the 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 hair. You, your hot takes are contagious. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. But go ahead. But anyway, so I, that that that's my hot takes and my conspiracy theory and my new segment. Like, hey, maybe Tim Duncan's not so great, but he's kind of a weird dad. <laughs> he does dress like a weird dad. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's why he took less money. I'm convinced. It's like he's like Marshalls isn't that expensive. All right. So we're going to take a quick break, really quick. And on the Before other side we of the actually talk about this, you right, know, we're, we're actually this take- is your first time listening to the show. I'm that's the the guy who you just heard. That guy only comes on Mondays. Yeah, and it it only happens to happen after you know a Sunday fun day in which he the guy who was speaking couldn't actually partake in the Sunday fun day, but somehow had four hot takes anyway. So I've been I told you I've been I've been building them up. <laughs> All right. So on the other side of the break, we're actually going to talk about the Russell Kobe dynamic and what else might be going on behind the scenes uh, and all that good stuff. But before we get to that, uh, we do want to talk about our, our the SeatGeek, who is uh, sponsoring today's show. Uh, SeatGeek has the, I would say, the easiest app to use when it comes to buying tickets online, using a mobile application. Uh, you don't have to print out the tickets like they. I, I, it's so. I don't have a printer here at home. I can't lie. We just we don't own a print. Well, I think we do own one, but it doesn't work. Right? It's out of ink. The ink is dried or whatever, and I don't have but to worry the good about news that. Is that you don't need it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to worry about it at all. I just I want to go to a game, and like right now, the Dodgers are in the middle of a, a crazy playoff hunt. It'd be nice to go and check out one of those games. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to use the SeatGeek app. I'm going to type in the promo code LO Lakers. I'm going to get my $20 rebate, and I'm going to enjoy uh, some festivities there at the at the stadium. If I don't want to use and use it for for the $20 there, you can save up and and go to another game. I mean, a cheap Dodger ticket is like 10 bucks anyway. So if you and a friend want to go to a yeah, game, baseball again, tickets they basically give those things away. I can't blame them. You have to be there for like 73 hours. 
but, but yeah, I would say, but again, with the app, the, the, the thing I always bring up is the, is the ticket rater uh, on a scale of one to one, one to 100. It tells you what kind of deal you're getting based on the view you have of the game, the rate of the ticket, uh, and the rate of the ticket compared to other places uh, that, that other people have sold that in that section for. So use that. It's a, it's a great little, you know, addition to, to the, the ticket buying and, and event uh, experience using the SeatGeek app. Nothing to add, huh? Uh, no, I I think I think you hit. It. I'm sorry. The the hot takes they they got to me. I'm still <laughs> I'm recovering a little bit. <laughs> no, but seriously, SeatGeek is a great app. I'm going to be using it anytime I need to buy tickets, or and I've been telling my friends to use it that actually like have social lives and go to games a lot more than I that they aren't credentialed for a lot more than I do, mm -hmm. and friends and family. And it's just like it's a great deal. It's super easy. You put in the code LO Lakers, you get your twenty dollar rebate back in the mail, and that that's just twenty dollars free in your pocket to do whatever you want with. And so that that's a great deal. And then, you know, you, you can continue to use SeatGeek even after that just because you're going to see what you're – I mean, basically, you're going to use it for this deal the first time, and you're going to see how convenient it is and how great that deal score uh, feature is. And you're going to want to continue to use it again, I would imagine. Absolutely. All right. So that's SeatGeek. Thanks uh, to the support that they've given us so far. It's been a lot of fun uh, on this network and all that good stuff. Let's go ahead and get into this Kobe Russell. In some ways, it extends beyond just those two guys. My initial thought was, you know, you, you talked in your Harrison hot takes that it's like, you know, which again people, was satire. Just it's all satire. Like, all but satire. I, I did. I did see the occasional take of like, why isn't Russell reaching out to him? You know. And, and yeah. you know, it was, it was used as another reason to question his maturity. And my thing was, if I'm D'Angelo Russell, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, that that bald guy who was there as their coach last year uh, was just – Oh, his, hit the button. Hit the – that was that, close. That, that was close. Count. I didn't say his name. I thought the, 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 the thing We're leaving was, it up to a viewer vote. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if let's just say Kobe was an extension of that guy. Right, and the message that that guy was sending publicly was just what Kobe was saying behind the scenes about the kids, which is, I would say, a pretty decent. It's better than I'd say a thirty-five percent chance that this is actually what was going on, because anytime Kobe said anything, it didn't take very long for that other guy to step in and echo the sentiment. I think no you gotta be for like for new viewer like i think you got to make sure that people know who you're talking about like the, this whole lord voldemorting thing is really working i don't know i'm i'm sticking with it i'm i'm actually enjoying it uh but it let's just say the, well, the the guy was the coach of the lakers last year <laughs> for those who don't know for those who are just completely asking themselves what the heck's going on right now I'll give you a free pass on this one. I'll give you a free pass. We were we were given we were we were given some criticism that we mentioned Byron Scott too much as as a crutch for our analysis. And to a certain extent, I think some of the some of it is is somewhat fair. Uh, he does come up quite often. Uh, the counter to that criticism is that he's literally the worst coach in the history of <laughs> uh, professional sports. But hey. 
we, we went, we, we got that criticism and we, we honestly do care about what you guys have to say about the show. Uh, and so we decided, all right, we're, we're going to find ourselves anytime we mention Byron Scott. Now the controversy here was that last time we actually had this conversation, uh, I thought it was we just flat out aren't allowed to mention his name, like you said with Lord Voldemort, right? And if we are saying we can't reference them at all, that makes our jobs a heck of a lot harder. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm hoping that this vote goes in a way that we are just not allowed to say Byron Scott's name by name. But anywho, uh, I don't know. With with my speculation, do you think uh, do you think I'm off base? Do you think it's unfair? Do you think it's possible that that there was that echoing thing and and Russell just kind of looked back on that experience and says, "No, and I didn't really. I don't. I wanted to take a summer away from hearing that." Well, that I I think your thing is possible, but my thing I, I kind of outlined this on Twitter yesterday, and I kind of you know made a passing reference to it in my thing on Tim Duncan is like these guys are like twenty years apart in age. Like I I don't know I don't think they're gonna want to hang out a whole lot during the off season. And again, it's the off season. Like not everyone talks to every teammate every day during the off season. Like I don't think that it's good or bad. Like I don't assign value to it. Like if teammates talk during the off season a lot more then like, that's great. That's cool. But like, number one, they aren't teammates anymore. And number two, like, I don't think that it ultimately matters that much if he's reaching out to Kobe. Like, I don't know unless they're working out together every day, like I, which isn't realistic. I I don't know how much value they're going to like get from that. Like your mentor does not have to be the best player to ever play for your franchise. You know what I mean? Like nobody's criticizing, like it's not the same thing. It's not really even close to the same thing, but like nobody's saying like, oh, Ben Simmons hasn't talked to Allen Iverson this off season. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I mean? Like that's not even close to the same thing, but like, I'm trying to think, of, I was trying to think of an example and it's like, it, I just don't think that it ultimately matters that much. I think that that's the type of thing that fans put a lot more value on than like there actually is. And again, I also just think that there's the age difference and it's and the coworkers op- suck. Like, can I just say that? Like coworkers tend not to be the people that you want to talk to on a regular basis. Now we oh, happen to be really coworkers. So that was, <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> but like, think about the jobs that you've had over the years, right? Like I worked at, a, I worked at a Goldsmith. I worked at a men's warehouse. I worked at a, communications firm i worked at i've had all kinds of jobs and in general i'd say about 99 percent of the time i didn't want to hear a damn thing from any of my coworkers at any point at any time i was not at work i, I just wasn't interested in it and, yeah, and like basketball slightly different but right, at the, it's a team at the same time, i totally get what you're saying like you have to take that time to detox especially if you're not like you're gonna have your it's like any other workplace you're gonna have your buddies there and then you're gonna have people that are just kind of like at, at best there weren't they're like kind of work positive relationships they're like work acquaintances they're like people that you get along with but that you aren't going to hang out with outside of work well, people made this big deal about the Russell Westbrook-Kevin Durant thing that, that went on. That, like, you know, Durant didn't tell Westbrook ahead of time what he was going to do. And was that, a, was that an affront to the friendship that they developed? How do we know that they had a friendship? 
they just happen to play on the same team together. They're coworkers. At the end of the day, yes, it is, you know, a sport is not quite the same thing as working at a Target, right? But it's a business. Or a men's warehouse. <laughs> How dare you? He guarantees that you're going to like the way you look, okay? But, I, yeah, I, I just the, – the, the whole – we tend to prop up this idea of, you know, when we were once on teams, what that dynamic was like, right? And it's not the same thing because, for the most part, we were volunteering to be on those teams. Whereas these guys are getting paid. These guys and – they, and they get paid to be around each other for way more. You know, you play 82 games in an NBA season. I would not want to talk to somebody after 82 games of Kobe yelling at me the way you would think Kobe yells at his teammates. Like, if we take, if we take, if we're at least allowed to meet that conversation in the middle ground, we're also allowed to then say, then, yeah, I, I don't know if I'd want to talk to Kobe after a full season. Give me a couple months off, and then if we, if, if we circle back around to each other and, and he wants to reach out and mentor me, then great. But for right now, in time that I'm not actually supposed to, or I don't have to be there, I'm I'm I, I'm fine with passing on somebody who might not be the greatest dude to talk to. And like, even if it's not because of that, and it's just because of the age difference thing, I, I just I honestly don't see this as that big of a deal, despite the contrary evidence of us doing like a thirty minute podcast on it. <laughs> well, I just September. Yeah, again September. Uh. So the the other aspect of of this is why does it matter that it's Russell? Like, do you think it matters less if it's like Randall that said that he didn't? Like, do people make a bigger deal out Larry of it? Larry Nance Jr. said he hasn't talked to Kobe. Yeah, right, right. Evita Zubats hasn't spoken. To Kobe <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> like, is this is? And, well, Evita Zubats is like that's that's a different story. Like he is. <laughs> He doesn't need a mentor. That guy is already <laughs> the best player in NBA history. Uh, so, but with, but the, the, the Kobe should be calling Avita Zubats and asking for tips on how to play basketball. <laughs> Avita, I'd like, I'd like to know how, how are you so good at everything? Without, What's no. your secret? Um, but so the, the, the larger question I was asking is, and the reason I, you know, I mentioned Randall, you mentioned Nance, whatever, but is Russell just going to be that that lightning rod for for stupid hot takes forever? Like, is this ever going away? That people just because I don't he think truly anybody is the replacement for Kobe. Right? Like, I don't think anybody would care if they found out that Larry Nance Jr. hasn't spoken to Kobe. I don't think yeah, they'd care no, I, if it was Randall. Nope, I don't think so either. I I so I wrote this today in Silver Screen and Roll, which is where you can find a link to Russell's original comments as well. And uh, I, it's just for me, like, I lost my train of thought for a second. I I think it's because Russell has been, I think it's because of the Kobe thing that I mentioned in my hot take that that he has a reputation for not being the best teammate. And so now there's this kind of habit to like any evidence of that. People like jump on it. They're like, oh, look, Kobe's a bad teammate. There's another example. And then there's also the thing of like Russell kind of blew up the locker room a little bit last year with the whole Nick Young disagreement thing. And so since then, everyone is kind of looking for like any sign of uh, – and like that's not even a bad thing. That's just the natural human tendency of people are going to look for 
like any sign that his teammates are not getting along with him after that because there was all there were all these NBA players or former NBA players saying I wouldn't want to play with a guy like that. Does that you know what I mean? Way. So like no, that's yeah, the I, narrative I, now for better or worse. And so I think those two things are enough uh, combined with it being September for this to be like a thing. Do does, like if does this ever that, go like, away? Let me say this. If he had if he had said this in the middle of the season, like I haven't talked to Kobe this year, I don't think anyone would care. Counter to that, there would though, be other that, things why, to talk about. Well, yes, there's the yeah, there, in terms of coverage and stuff to talk about, sure. But I would say it, would, it it should be more of a story if he hasn't spoke to Kobe. Now he would be now months removed and in the middle of a season, if occasionally he would say like, "Hey, how would you have handled the situation? You know, something like that. You know, I, I would Where hope should I invest it, my venture capital money? <laughs> uh, I, then it would be more, it still wouldn't be a story to be completely honest. But again, I just. And then like you have to. Reason, well, what I was going to say is for whatever reason with Russell, uh, and I think this is how it's going to be. And, and, and for me, it, it almost piques my excitement about the kid. In order to be a true, like the true face of the Lakers, it's almost never purely positive, right? Like even Magic Johnson, who is one of the most, if not the most popular dude in Los Angeles, right? While he was a, while he was a Laker, you had the whole tragic Johnson thing when he fell short in the finals. Mm-hmm. So in order to be a proper face of the Los Angeles Lakers, there has to be some kind of polarizing element. And... We definitely have that with Russell. Yep, you know, he got started early. <laughs> we're Maybe a year he is in. taking advice from Kobe. <laughs> like we're a year in, and and we're still having, you know, we're already having these stupid conversations about it. Yeah, so, I mean, the bad news is is that he thought Nick Young was his shack, apparently. So <laughs> may not be able to evaluate talent all that well, but. <laughs> Not hiring him as a GM. He's like, I got to fight Nick Young for the face of it to be the face of his team after Kobe retires. <laughs> no, he really said that. No. Oh, God, I, of I'm, course. I mean, maybe. I, after, I haven't heard him dude, say after some of the stuff that he's been reported to say or has actually said, it, nothing is shocking, shocking me at this point. Yeah. And like, there are those things that you kind of hear about him not necessarily being the easiest guy to get along with all the time. But I think that that just kind of is, it comes from the territory of the type of people that are dealing with him. And again, he's like a 19 or 20 year old, like the, like nobody has it all figured out at that age. Yeah. I I was kind of surprised how many people, because this was a full on Twitter conversation, you know, like we can say, I found out when I walked out of brunch yesterday after (laughs) tweeting about it. The, we can we can say that you know it's it's not a story and it's not this it's not that okay fine right fine fine <laughs> but if we if we are going to do that we also we'd be ignoring the fact that it was a conversation that lasted like an hour on Twitter and then now you and I are going to talk about it giving the story a little a, a little more legs uh, but in that conversation I was surprised by how many people heard stuff from non-Laker media about Russell. So I guess in that respect, it might be something of a red flag. uh, And this might just be further fuel to that fire. But like you said earlier, people are just looking for that more with Russell. Just like people look for that more with Kobe being a bad teammate. It's the same stuff. 
Yeah, I I think people look to reinforce narratives that are already there. There's like a thing in I, I didn't end up getting my psych major, but that was my original thing. And the, and you know, there's there's a term called confirmation bias that mm-hmm. we talked about a lot in a lot of my classes, and it's basically you're more apt to remember and talk about things that confirm a bias that you already had or confirm mm-hmm. something that you already thought that you knew. The, rather the than confirmation bias seems like contrary a... into account right and and uh yeah that's <laughs> and so i think that that's a little bit at play here yeah and it will be for as long as russell is uh you know remains polarizing like that he's yeah. going to be polarizing as an extension of of the bias all right and hey we should we should cap this all off i think with uh, Russell, I think, is aware of the dialogue that he started because today at that Power 106 All-Star game, he could be seen very visibly wearing a shirt with Kobe's head photoshopped onto Wilt Chamberlain's body. And that it's that famous picture of Wilt holding up the 100 sign after he scored 100. And it's Kobe's head on Wilt's body. And instead of 100, it says 81. And so not only is that like a really cool shirt, like I think, Probably like 90% of Kobe stands have that shirt already. But if not, like that's a thing you can apparently buy. Uh, and I, I, I Googled it. I tried to find it today. I can't lie. I'll, I'll send you a link. Somebody sent Silver Screen and Roll a link that they were trying to get us to retweet. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so so I think Russell is aware that this became a storyline and wanted to show like, it, it, like he doesn't, I don't think he hates, I don't know that he hates Kobe. Like, yeah. I, or at the very least, he doesn't want it to appear that way. Well, like, just like I don't he, think, I think it was just, he's just arrested him. Like, did you talk to Kobe? And instead of giving them like, yeah, he mentors me every morning. Like he texts <laughs> me in the, he texts me in the morning and tells me, he's like, Hey, go work on your game. <laughs> like he just said, like, no, we haven't talked this summer. Like, I, I just don't think it's that big of a deal. So are you, you're making Kobe that annoying Twitter follower who says you should be in the gym right now. <laughs> Yeah, like D'Angelo Russell wakes up, he checks his mentions, they all say go get in the gym, and he's like, oh man, this is terrible, let me see what Kobe has to pump me up, and it's just go get in the gym. It's two in the morning, Kobe. All right, so that like, does I, it. I, that, Kobe would be in the gym at one thirty. That that does it for, for what will be looked back on as one of the dumber stories of, of this Lakers And we season. spent like... I don't know, like half an hour to 45 minutes talking about it. We're, we're getting pretty good at this, man. I think, I think we got a future. I don't, but we'll, we'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> hey, you just called yourself the D'Angelo Russell of podcasting, I think. so. Ooh, shoot, so I just basically said that Russell doesn't have a future. Yeah, you, well, you also contra- – or you contradicted yourself. All right. I'll, so, I'll, 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 either way, you lied to our viewers. <laughs> All right, so this show is brought to you <laughs> by SeatGeek, and I'm sure that they'll be thrilled to find out <laughs> they sponsored a conversation that we just called stupid, uh, but they they really do they they really do have the best application that's out there uh, to buy tickets. Well, I think I think it makes sense because you would be stupid to not use SeatGeek and the promo code LO Lakers to get your twenty dollar rebate on ticket purchases. It's free money, kinda, yeah. almost. But it's basically free money if you if you use it properly. So yeah, uh, go ahead and jump on the app. Buy, buy tickets for your friends. Tell your friends about the, 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 the promo code. Spread the word out there. And, and uh, make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes. You can find us again on Audio Boom, iTunes, Silver Screen and Roll, TuneIn, Stitcher, and today's Fast Break. 
and we will talk to everybody again on Tuesday. Now we are we are back into the groove of, of daily shows. So we'll talk to everybody again on Tuesday. Bye, Harrison. Thanks, Anthony. Shouts to Nick Van Exel. Is that the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details.